lovelies, and welcome to another edition of LGBT in the Ring, your rainbow bastion for all things pro wrestling. I am your host, Brian Bell, here with you once again on the Outsports Podcast Network, and I am coming to you today from vacation land. <laughs> I, kind of. Kind of vacation land, not really, sort of, I don't know, maybe. I have a white claw, I'm good. No, um, no, I mean, it basically, you know, coming off of uh, the past few weeks with the Olympic coverage that we've been doing over at Outsports, um, in addition to uh, the Stellar podcast work, which, by the way, thank you to everyone who tuned in for the interview with J Rose last week. Definitely check it out if you haven't yet. Uh, one of my favorites so far that we've done on the show. Um, but yeah, coming out of uh, the the way that we just attacked <laughs> coverage of the Olympics over the past three weeks to a month, um, this week's kind of been a little bit slower. Um, it's been a nice chance to kind of kick back and just relax. Um, that is not to say that I was going to kick back and relax with this episode of the show, though. Um, uh, basically, uh, I'll pull back the curtain here a bit. Our originally scheduled guest, because I know last week I teased that our guest this week would have some tie-in to Paris's bumping Solid Gold 21, which is debuting tonight over on IWTV. Um, what that person uh, was going to be uh, the one and only Polly M. King, MV Young, but obviously. He's had some things to deal with in the last few days or so. Um, free MV. Uh, but, um, yeah, so the plans fell through there a little bit, but that's perfectly fine and understandable whenever uh, you're tackling uh, one of the largest social media platforms uh, in the world. That battle takes precedent, I think, <laughs> to uh, coming on and talking about some progressing stuff. Well, definitely... Um, look to get MV on the show once uh, things have died down over in in his neck of the woods and um, talk a little bit about Woodstock and his experience at Paris is bumping as well. But in lieu of not having uh, MV on this week and not having another guest this week, I figured maybe we take a little bit of a preview at Paris is bumping, you know, not take a lot of time because you know there's a lot of stuff that's that's on the show, and we're only as you're listening to this, only hours away from the debut, and you know there's a lot that I could say about this show, but much of it can't really be said until all of you see it. Um, you know, as I've stated before, both myself and my partner traveled out to uh, to New Jersey to take in the show live and so in that instance uh, I have all the spoilers just wrapped up in my brain and I don't want to do that to the show because it is worth watching and experiencing everything yourself but what I can talk about I will talk about for a little bit here um, as just kind of like a more of a laid-back edition of, of the show um, obviously there are a, a lot of matches that are, that are happening here. The the show itself, the live show we went to, was almost five hours long, as a ball should be. Um, but, you know, it's being trimmed down to about three for, for IWTV. So, but there's still a lot of matches that are there. You know, everything from uh, Il O'Neal and Devon Monroe 
uh, the Peach versus Peeper match, which we are very happy <laughs> to sponsor, um, because we we just love sponsoring the messiness, um, along with the the now the altered main event now uh, since Edith Surreal still hasn't been cleared. Hopefully, continue to get well soon, Edith. Um, the main event was changed, and now we have an eight-person tag with a mystery partner. Um, it's uh, going to be Mariah Marino, Billy Dixon, Erica Lee, and Ashton Starr against the Best Business Bureaus, Darius Carter, Molly McCoy, Killian McMurphy, and a mystery partner um, in the main event. So that match on paper looks great. All the people involved there are outstanding in the ring. Um, but then you also have some more fun stuff. Uh, you know, MV is in the ring with uh, Rico Nasty and PB Smoove and Miles Millennium, you know, and the um, Boxers or Briefs match, <laughs> which is a very, I loved the idea of that match just in terms of spinning the archaic um, treatment of the Divas division in, in earlier wrestling days, not so far back, um, where you take that spinner on his head and have a match where the dudes have to strip each other down and answer the age-old question, so... Um, that was a lot of fun as well. You know, I could go through all the matches here. You know, Saint Sinclair and Eddie McQueen, you know, Jared Evans, Karen Bam Bam, Sahara in a three-way. Like, there's a whole lot in store for everyone that's going to be tuning in to the show tonight. But more so than any uh, one singular match on this show, um, the atmosphere and the message that it really cultivated and put out there was, I think, what will stand the test of time. You know, if you watch the the footage from the intermission that was released by um, New Fair City and Paris is bumping over on YouTube, and um, inviting all the people in this, in the crowd to walk and, and be. Um, included in this celebration of the self, the celebration of identity, and the celebration of living truly who you are. Um, it really it speaks wonders, and seeing that conveys the message of the entire show um, in general. I know Billy's been out uh, on Twitter speaking about how you know this match or this the show rather was. Um, one of those like dream-making moments for him, and and rightly do, honestly. I mean, it was a raucous, loud, boisterous, <laughs> and very, very colorful crowd there to take in this show, and having them all find their own place within it, and find their own ways of self-expression within it. Um, was really awesome. Also, the the Paris Honors segment. I know Billy um, has been out there saying that that is probably not going to make the final cut on IWTV, but that ceremony will be released in some form, I think, on YouTube. Um, that was uh, an amazing scene to see. You know, Faye Jackson and Mariah and um, Casey Michael from Squared Circle Sirens um, get the 
the honors that they deserve, and, and it was a real tearjerker of a moment. And it's a shame it's not going to be on the the regular IWTV broadcast of it, but it's definitely something that you need to search out whenever it does go up because it was probably the most poignant part of that entire night, and I was very happy that I was there to to see it personally. Um, also, fun note. Uh, See if you can find me and my partner in the middle of the intermission video. Have fun. Um, <laughs> no, but overall, like it really was just a kind of a story of acceptance in a way. And that's really what this movement, this LGBTQ movement in progressing is about. You know, we, you know, myself and so many people that have come on this show have really focused on the idea of you know, creating these spaces for ourselves, you know, not just to be able to um, show what, show the rest of the wrestling world what this community is capable of in, in this industry, but just to have our own sort of things within the greater world of pro wrestling, you know, to have these kind of like safe havens to come back to and, and, and have free expression of queer culture and queer identities I can tell you I can't think of another wrestling show that um, is going to bring in Pete Vogers as good as uh, Promise Juicy Couture or you know give the platform to Washington Heights that both Paris is Bumping and um, the Polyam Cult parties have, have done you know Washington whenever she was out there uh, during that show was probably uh, one of the loudest crowd reactions of the entire night, and for good reason, because like this was a show built for what she brings to the table outside of the the moment, and you'll you'll see the moment, and you'll know what I mean, and why I'm saving that for everyone to to kind of see that. But um, yeah, like it was just wall to wall emotion and different emotions, and and really that's what. That's what we want. We want to experience these things that relate to our own lives and that relate to our own experiences and you know relate to that semblance of um, chosen family in a way. You know, covering all these different LGBTQ pro wrestling events or LGBTQ wrestlers or anything, anything like that within this realm is really. Um, Probably the one thing it's done the most for me is really cement the idea of chosen family um, within really any culture. And that's really what it felt like in that building in July was, you know, 100 to 200 people coming together and choosing to be a family, even if it's just for five hours on a Saturday night, <laughs> you know, um, yeah, it was, it's just amazing. All right, Yens, thank you so much for tuning into LGBT in the ring. Uh, we'll get right back into the thick of things, but I do want to take a pause real quick and say thank you to some amazing people that make this show as rad as it is. Starting off with Daniel Quasar, the Progress Pride Black designed by Daniel Quasar is a product of Progress Initiative. You can find out more at quasar.digital. 
A big thank you to Sarah in the Safe Word for the show's theme song from the 666 off the album Red Hot and Holy. You can find them on Twitter at STSW Band, and you can check out their music on both Spotify and Bandcamp at sarahinthesafeword.bandcamp.com. Um, check out independentwrestling.tv for the best in current and classic independent pro wrestling, including live events from top independent promotions worldwide. Uh, you can use our promo code LGBTRingPod or visit tinyurl.com slash IWTVLGBT and peruse their entire library uh, over there at independentwrestling.tv. Once again, promo code LGBTRingPod or go to tinyurl.com slash IWTVLGBT check out that service uh, you can follow the show on twitter at lgbt ring pod you can follow me on twitter at wonderboy otm and if you're into video games definitely check out my video game news show the mr video game super show i co-host that with uh, twitch streamers slacker kite and lady Merwin every monday at 8 p.m eastern 5 p.m pacific over on twitch.tv slash dead sun entertainment uh, it's your weekly roundup of gaming news, uh, and it's always a blast. So once again, check that out every Monday, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, over at twitch.tv slash deadsunentertainment, sun like the star. We'll be right back with more LGBT in the ring. You know, I know this isn't what you normally get in a traditional preview of an event, but, like, trust me, the matches are good. They're good. They don't need me to hype them up. What really needs to be hyped up is the the vision here, um, and the ideas it puts forth and how authentic it is. And in that facet, Billy Dixon knocked it out of the park. Um, the highs were highs, the lows were lows, and and honestly, even the lows like it's a pro wrestling context. Even the lows were highs, you know. Um, at the end of the night, it was just. I was just beaming. I couldn't. I couldn't. Could have asked for for a better first show back after having such a long hiatus from going to live events. You know. Um, also significant for me personally, you know, in terms of that um, welcoming environment that it cultivated. That was the first night that I really presented Fem in terms of my dress for the first time. You know. Um, I know there aren't a ton of pictures from that night of me that that have made the rounds out there, but like I was, you know, it was the first time I've ever worn um, a skirt publicly. It's the first time I've ever really like kind of expressed femininity, quote unquote, because like how does anyone really define femininity? I guess you say tra- more traditional femininity in the largest air quotes that I can make in saying that, you know. Um, and it was one of the more freeing nights that I've had in a while. You know, I know my partner loved the event as well, and this is the kind of stuff that I love bringing them to because um, these shows really speak to the heart of what this movement is about and, and are really, really good at welcoming in people who don't, I don't want to say don't care about pro wrestling because I think that that's not the actual terminology. It's more so people that didn't see a place for themselves in it or didn't have an interest in it because they automatically assumed that they wouldn't have a place and never looked. And events like this and the Big Gay Brunch and the Polyam Cult Party and Full Queer and 
Hood Slam and Fearless and you know all these different things that are happening now um, in terms of highlighting and elevating queer voices within the industry. The reason why they're succeeding and the reason why they're pulling in so many viewers and and you know ticket buyers is because they are willing to speak to these communities and they're willing to create these places for them to really find themselves within this industry. Um, and it's a beautiful thing to watch. It's a beautiful thing to be like smack in the middle of. Um, you know, wherever I started at Outsports, I really didn't think that I was going to be in the middle of a, of a, a movement in the way that it has definitely turned into over the past few years. And I am very, very happy to be among the wave. Um, even if I wasn't doing it as a job or, or writing about it, just as a fan, I am so, so happy to see what has happened and to know that it's only on the way up because there's Butch versus Gore Human Nature coming up in October. You know, we've got, um, at some point, you have Effie and Billy's uh, high school reunion where we're going to have the first ever queer Royal Rumble match. You know, we got you know, Billy's talked about doing a show during uh, Black History Month in February 2022 called UNITY. Like, these things are not ending. Hood Slam is just coming back. Hood Slam is coming back in just a couple weeks. You know, Polyam Cult Party Woodstock is, is happening. These things aren't going away, per se. They're not. This is part of the industry now, and... You know, Paris is bombing is both a great gateway and also a great rallying cry, the same way that all these other events are as well, but in its own unique way. Um, so yeah, I guess th that's a good preview for the show tonight. <laughs> I don't know. I I'm excited to watch it again. I'm excited to see the parts that I haven't got to see yet because we didn't get to see Candy. We didn't get to see Jay Dewhurst. I'm very curious about what they have in store for us this time around. Candy stole the show last year at the first Paris is Bumping. I can only imagine what she's going to do for a sequel. You know, and Jay, I I am very curious to see what Jay has in store. <laughs> I hear it might get a bit hardcore, but we're here for it. It's wrestling. We wouldn't be here if we weren't, right? Um... Anyway, I think that's a good place to kind of end this here. It's kind of very, like, chill, laid-back solo experience with, with me here talking about Paris Bumping Soggle 2021. Don't forget to check out the show tonight, IWTV, 8 p.m. Eastern. Uh, it's going to be uh, outstanding. It's going to be a blast, and we are going to keep talking about it because next week we're going to talk about the entire show everything that happened during the show and not just beat around the bush about everything. <laughs> um, yeah, so we're going to talk more about Paris' bumping next week, and then we've got a whole bunch more in store as we keep going forward here, marching slowly towards the QWI. It's starting to become a bit more concrete in my brain. I'll hopefully have more to say about that in September, um, but we will get to that in September. Um, but for now... We will leave things there. As always, though, y'all stay messy. Wash your hands. Wear your mask. Get vaccinated. 
and check out Paris's Bumping Solid Gold 2021. I have to. Do I have to plug in the usual spot where I just like say something and then cut straight to? No, there's the plug. Here's here's the little the quip. Happy birthday to the king. Bye. From the top of the bridge, she made a deal with the demon so her lover could live. With the